0: right did you like that (laughs) (laughs) did you know that's how people can people that are blind is what I've heard that they can that's how they can tell if you're smiling or not because they hear when you when you smile yeah it makes a little click huh yeah who knew try it (laughs) see
1: (laughs) (laughs) that was it that was a little click I'm smiling Uh all right welcome back Welcome back to Extra Shot of Leadership. Hey, Kimberly, what's happening hey, over Pepper? there?
0: Man, I'm feeling good today. It's, yeah? you know, I love recording day. It just puts a little spunk in my step, gets yeah. me energized and motivated. And so, yeah, I love talking about this stuff. All right, this is
1: where we feel our best this is where we thrive. This is where we like to have a little bit of fun. And so I'm ready to have fun on this next conversation. Are you ready to have it? I'm
0: ready. I love talking about leadership and I'm loving the topic of the day. What is it? What are we going to talk about?
1: Let's talk about being in the weeds. In the weeds. Yeah. So for me, when I think about this conversation, I'm thinking about leaders who maybe they've heard, hey, look, you're managing from the weeds or you're managing in the weeds. And I know I've heard that comment before in my career. I'm curious if you've heard that comment, but just generally, what is the weeds? When we say, hey, you're managing in the weeds, what does that mean? Does that mean anything to you? What does that mean?
0: Well, first of all, you said, I don't know if you've heard it. I've heard it. <laughs> <laughs> you've heard it. I've heard it. And so I, I had to kind of go figure out, well, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And for me, it means that you could possibly be working on the work of the people of your team, right? Mm -hmm. You're doing the team's work, what they should be doing day to day versus what you were hired to do.
1: All right. So you have a position, you are, I'm going to just, we're going to give it a little bit more context Mm -hmm. here, but you're leading a team, right? Mm -hmm. You are leading a team. You have a team of two, four, five, somewhere in there. And somewhere along the way, somebody says, hey, you're managing in the weeds, or you're just in the weeds. Mm -hmm. Forget the managing word, right? It's just you're in the weeds. And you as the leader of the team, we need you to be doing something different. Yes. But you are kind of dipping down and you're doing the work that probably you were previously doing. I would imagine maybe you came up through that team or you are very comfortable. It's
0: my comfort zone. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, I, I can do those things kind of in my sleep. Yeah, and yeah. so and I, I think again, it's also it's two things in my mind. It's either the work that you are doing, yep, or it's the level that you are thinking at.
1: Oh, so it's complex. Mm-hmm. So it's not just the work that I am doing, but it's the way my brain is thinking about things that my team is working on. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So I guess when I think about managing in the weeds and I think back around, you know, when I have done that and absolutely did that as I was kind of growing in my own leadership and completely agree that it feels so good when you're just (laughs) doing the work that you have been doing and it's not fun. It's not easy kind of transitioning up to that next level or to the level that I was promoted into, right, into this job that I was asked to take on. And all of a sudden, it's like, ah, I don't really know what I'm supposed to be doing at this next level. And there's probably, you know, some conversation I need to have with the next level boss to say, here's what I need you to do. Let me get real clear. And so, yes, have I found myself managing or leading in the weeds? Absolutely. I think my one question to you is, what, have you seen, since you said, yes, you heard this, I'm curious, mm-hmm. what are your
0: thoughts around the impact to the team? Well, I think one, if you're doing their work, it can almost be demeaning to them. Like you don't trust us mm. to do this work that you've hired us to do. So I think that can be one impact to the team. And then it's, I think a team can stay stuck right? Because the leader is not thinking about the future and how are we going to do things differently and how are we going to improve and all of that. They're still stuck in the day-to-day and so it's like the team can be stuck. Certainly. The comment that you made about
1: demeaning or a lack of trust, oh boy, that is important here. Leaders building trust with their teams, that that's like crucial to mm-hmm. the advancement of The team moving forward, developing the proper relationships on what they're working on and the leadership and diving down and doing the work. All of a sudden, yeah, they look around and they're like, you got a different job, man. (laughs) Can you go do your work and let me do mine? Exactly. Get out of here. I'm hired to do this. I've got my expertise. You go figure out yours. So there is a little bit of a you don't know your job, number one. And
0: you don't trust me to do mine. Yeah. Huge impact. Yeah. That's it absolutely can mess with the leaders' credibility, right? Mm. Cause they're like, do you know what you're supposed to be doing? Cause I'm pretty clear on what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm.
1: So the second thing that you mentioned there was the team gets stuck. And I think that is an excellent thing to consider for leaders who are in the weeds, is you're no longer looking past tomorrow, or past next month. And you're really in it. You're focused in on what's the next weed I got to pull? What's the next thing I got to do? Versus what are we trying to accomplish? You know, really, really, what is our vision for the future? Even if it's one year out, if we wake up one year from today, how will we be better? How will we be different? And you lose that frame of reference, right? Being in the weeds, you're just thinking about the next report, the next meeting, the next Whatever it is, it's got to take place tomorrow or next week. Mm-hmm. My next question when I'm thinking about being in the weeds is, how do you get out of the weeds? All right. So we have the framework for context. Oh, gosh, I'm listening to this podcast. I am recognizing, oh, my goodness, I'm in the weeds. I'm not managing at the level they're hiring for. And I just love, love being in the weeds. Mm-hmm. How do I get out? Do you have recommendations
0: for recognizing it and getting out of it? So I'm hearing two things, recognizing that you're in the weeds Mm -hmm. and then how do you get out? Yep. Well, for the first one of how do you recognize you're in the weeds, I think there's some telltale signs that would be a quick, (laughs) quick aha moment. And that's when you have somebody that cares about you enough to say, hey, you're in the weeds. So be thankful for that. Consider what they're saying. Is it possible? Rather than getting defensive. I think another way to tell... I could, sway at one way I can tell is when I look at my calendar and I look at my daily activity, where am I spending my time? Is my time spent on doing the work of my team or is my time spent on the things that I have been hired to do as the supervisor, as the manager?
1: Yeah, people are giving you the message. Somebody is absolutely saying, hey, I need this question answered, or have you considered this? They may not directly say, and it might be a colleague, right, who directly says, hey, look, you're managing in the weeds. But likely the boss, your boss is saying something like, have you considered X, Y, and Z? Where are we going with this next thing? What's your position on whatever project work? that's ahead of the team. When those questions are being answered, that is a very strong indication that, hey, you're probably not operating at the right level. Yes, You're not communicating at the right level. You're not thinking about things at the right level. And so you may not absolutely hear, hey, you're in the weeds. Now, some bosses might be very clear, right? Some bosses might absolutely say, hey, you're in the weeds. But you have to listen to the questions that the boss is asking, the next level leader is really challenging people who are in the weeds with those bigger broader questions and when you leave the office reflecting and thinking about not just the question mm-hmm. but why is the question mm-hmm. being
0: asked <laughs> yeah why are they asking these specific questions i think that's that's really good
1: So look for the signs, listen to the questions, listen to the feedback that you're getting around being in the weeds. Because again, we've already mentioned, it impacts the trust with the team and the movement of the team. Everybody wants their
0: team moving forward. Sure. And then, you know, there's just one other thing that's kind of roaming around in my head here is, you know, if you're not sure whether or not you're in the weeds, you probably are. (laughs) But one surefire way is just go ask. Go ask some questions. Go ask your supervisor, you know, are you, is Am I doing what you've hired me to do? Am I thinking at the right level? And they should be able to tell you yes or no. That's tough. I got to go ask for feedback. Yeah, go ahead I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> well, and so that's the whole, if that's not your style and you're like, ooh, that's a little bit too much vulnerability for me, then go to do the other things. Look at your calendar. Listen for the questions that they're asking. You can be a little more incognito.
1: But I agree with you. I mean let's be honest, getting feedback right from your boss is the number one thing. I think the thing that might hold some people back is, well, aren't I supposed to know? Shouldn't I know if I'm in the weeds? I can't even believe I'm even asking myself if I'm in the weeds. (laughs) That's why we're having this conversation because oftentimes what I see with leaders is they don't necessarily even know they're in the middle of things they shouldn't be in the middle of. Mm-hmm. They think that's their role. They think that they're operating at the right level. And unfortunately, you know, I do see the next level supervisor not invest time to help them look up, mm-hmm. right, to give them those messages. So you might have a boss who's helping you and you might have a boss who's not. At the end of the day, I think you're two very practical solutions around what does your calendar say? where are you spending your time if that's something that you can explore that's an excellent way to really understand am i thinking about things at a bigger picture than the day to day work yes you know and i think the other thing that that i would mention here is really what is the culture of the organization and you know just to highlight your point again what was the job you were hired for we know some organizations, you know, they're going to adopt the model of player coach or you're going to do some of the work while managing a team. You're having to flex in both areas. Other organizations, hey, you just manage the team. You come in and I don't want to oversimplify that by saying just, but your job is to manage the team, manage where the team is going, manage the the mission and vision of this team and so really thinking about what is your organization's culture, what do they expect you to do as a leader, as a leader of a team, and how do they how do they expect you to operate? Yeah.
0: Because sometimes it might be in the weeds. It's absolutely, it's you just need clarity to be able to know whether or not you're in the weeds. You need clarity back again on the roles, responsibilities, duties, and expectations, and if those are clear to you, then you should be able to do the the gut check of yes, I'm I'm doing those things or no, I'm spending my time over here. And even in, you know, I'm gonna even go to what are you producing? When you at the end of the day and you're like, wow, that was a productive day. Well, tell me about what was productive about it. What did you crank out? If it's reports and things like that, and that's what you're supposed to be producing great. But if you're supposed to be producing, you know, like developing your people or getting two teams to collaborate and those things, you've got to look at, is that what I'm cranking out today? Yeah. Where am I spent? What's the result? The result. Mm -hmm. What is the result of my time and my week? Mm -hmm.
1: All right. So we've recognized it. We've heard it. Somebody's asking us questions, whatever that looks like. So now how do I get out? I want some tips, practical tips on, get me out of this pit of
0: working in the weeds here comes the easy one is you've got to look at, go back and look at that calendar. What are you working on? And what can you delegate? What can somebody else on the team do? How do you push what you're doing out somewhere else, down somewhere else so that you can allow yourself the time to go do the work? Because I think that's, you know, that's what. when I start looking at my calendar, I'm like, but I can't do that. Well, why can't you do that? Because you're working on the wrong thing. So you've got to delegate, bottom line. So one, delegate some things down. The other thing that I think I've talked about on another podcast for me when I first came into the role was letting some things go, right? You've got to let the how they do it go, letting them do it their own way, delegate the task and let them, it doesn't matter how they get from point A to point B sometimes, and let them have that autonomy, Versus me, like, and I want you to do this and this and this, and I want you to do it like this. So let some things go and let them work on the how and you kind of figure out over here the what. Uh, That would be another one. And then I think another one is being okay with being uncomfortable, right? So you're comfortable working on the work that they typically do because that's what you used to do maybe. Or that's easy because that stuff comes easy to you. So now if you're supposed to be working on something that's not something you've done before, that's not the level you're used to thinking at, it can be uncomfortable and you've just got to allow yourself to be uncomfortable and work on it. Spend the time on it.
1: Yeah, you know, when you mentioned kind of previous episodes that we've had conversations and I'm listening to your, you know, your recommendations here, it's, you know, allow for autonomy and it's be uncomfortable and some very simple practical things to consider employing as you try to get out of the the weeds the thing i always think about is you have to know why you do that stuff mm. i always go back to that with leaders it's it's a fundamental question of why is it that you want to have your kind of stamp on the things that are getting done in your team And it's likely not a matter of, you know what, now that I think about it, it really is a matter of trash because there are certain leaders who say, but I want it done this way. I like it like this, or this is how we've done it for whatever, 10 years or five years, and this is what it needs to look like. Some of this is rooted in perfectionism, right? (laughs) Leaders are highly perfectionistic and they want it to be done just so. Or some of it could be rooted in control. Some leaders just want more control over things. And, you know, at the root of it, in my mind, when I, when I think about this and trying to give some recommendations for how do you get out of the weeds, you can try some of those solutions. But fundamentally for me, as a leader, you've got to understand why you do that. Because if you don't understand why you do that, you will likely go right back to it. Because it's, it's who you are. It's part of that personality package that you have. And it's what you think is supposed to be done, right? Because it's gotten, to, gotten you where you are now. And so, yes, I hear those things and I'm like, okay, get down to the nitty gritty of things and start asking yourself the question, why do I do this? And is it an effective way to continue managing? And likely it isn't. But you got to get to the root of why in order to then move on to some of these steps of letting go, allowing autonomy, letting them do it their way, all of those sorts of things. And I think I beat on that drum time and time again. It's really
0: having a high level of self-awareness. Yeah, I love that. And I I think that, again, that takes time. And so if you are spinning your tail over here on the details, you're likely not going to take the time to think about that. And so, I, you know, I would say just, you know, Block off your calendar. Go get yourself in a room and really take some time to reflect and think. Mm-hmm. Did you like that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but there's some kind of commercial. It's good. What is that? Ooh-hoo. Oh, that's Campbell's soup. Oh, there you go, Campbell's soup. That's good.
1: My famous line. This episode is brought to you by Campbell's Soup makers.
0: <laughs> so, all right. So we've kind of I've identified that I'm in the weeds. And I've got some solutions on these are some things that I could possibly go do to get out. Is there anything else you would add to that of how do they get out of the weeds?
1: I'm trying to think of myself. And when I, I like the weeds, man, I love the weeds. As a leader, I enjoy the details of things. And I like hearing the details of things. To me, the details matter. Right? So I've gone through that whole process of understanding, okay, so why do I like the details? Details matter. You skip something and all of a sudden everybody goes, well, why didn't the cake come out the way we expected it to, right? Details are important. And so I like to hear the details. I like to see people embrace the details. And I guess for me, when I think about my career and my history, there was a time that I absolutely struggled to get out of the weeds and out of the details because I enjoyed it so much. And so, because I enjoy the details and struggled, quite honestly, with thinking about it a bigger picture, right? So, you've got the weeds, the trees, and the forest. I had to establish that time of thinking about the trees and thinking about the forest. For me, I always go back to, here's another thing I always go back to, find somebody who does it really well Mm -hmm. and just observe them in meetings or ask them questions about you know, what you're working on and how they view it from their perspective. Or, you know, explain to them how you see your team functioning and ask them what questions they would have of you that you should be prepared to think about. So it's partnering with somebody who you think does it really, really well. And again, it just goes back to, it's hard. It is hard to Let people in and know that you're struggling with something or that you don't know how to think about things. And, you know, there's just this automatic expectation that because you got promoted,
0: now you know, you should know,
1: right? (laughs) So find somebody who can help you, who does it well, and partner up with them, meet with them on a quarterly basis and say, here's, you know, here's what I'm trying to learn how to think about things. Can you help
0: me? Yeah, I love that. I, and I just, I'm, I absolutely, I have, I know someone that really does this well, and they can think high level. And I'm like, how do they do that? And I remember one of the conversations we were having, and there is a particular issue over here on the team, and it's over here, and it's over here, and it's over here, and that leader was able to connect the dots to like, what is the core issue. The core issue was communication mm. versus we skipped this and we missed that, and we didn't catch this. And so that was like an aha moment for me that I need to start. Sometimes it's like you need to have big picture, but sometimes you need to be able to go into the core to be able to connect all the dots together is another good way. I think it was a great comment,
1: really the ability. I mean, and I think that takes time. Mm-hmm. But for leaders, you know, new to those who longtime leaders, long-time leaders are able to kind of zoom in and zoom out. I think of a microscope, right? Mm-hmm. Really, really macro, then micro, and very quickly can go across that continuum. And it it takes time to be able to develop that muscle, right? And, and exercise it and build it and all of those things. But yes, I, I agree with you, right? Uh, it makes me, again, think about kind of the way that I lead and the way that I understand whether or not People on my team are engaged with the details or the weeds. There's a way to get in there, and then a way to kind of parachute out very, very quickly and think broadly about impact across the
0: organization. You know, right, right. Um, so I, 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 that's a, an important skill set, right? Yeah. I, I, it, it, there was this. I don't even know when I saw it, but it was probably months ago. <laughs> Who knows? Time travel so fast, it could have been a year yeah. ago. But it was some. It was a lady talking about this very thing, but it was about kind of being down in the city and kind of being in the city, on the streets, you know, doing the things down there versus coming up to the top of the mountain and looking down on the city and are things operating? Is the traffic moving the way it's supposed to, the way you need it to? And then you go back down there and you make a few tweaks and then you come back out and you look and say, did that help?
1: Yeah, that's a great picture, you know, very easily, right? I'm in the subway, I'm riding the subway too. I'm way high up in the peak taking a look at all of
0: the subways. Yes, all of the traffic. Is the traffic moving smoothly as it should? And like, oh, we got a jam over here. And so you go down and you kind of work on that and you come back out and say, did that help? Did that help that jam?
1: Yeah, that's excellent. That's an excellent picture for leaders thinking about weed versus higher level. Mm -hmm. Where should I be focused? You know, and, and so I guess that's really kind of the natural kind of next step in this conversation is
0: where should you be focused and how do you know where you should be focused. Ooh, that's good. How do you know where to be focused as the leader? One of the things I think you got to be able to do is answer the questions that your, your boss, your supervisor is going to want from you, right? So you've got to know that level of detail because if they keep asking for that and you don't have that, then you're not delivering what they're, what they're wanting and it's just there's gonna be some frustration between the two of you for that are you able to answer the questions that they have for you you got to know your boss you
1: know you have to really understand what is important to them how do they think how do they see the world of your function and it takes time it really takes you know lots of communication with your boss to understand where are they today what is the amount of detail that they want? Are they a detailed person? Mm-hmm. I'm a detailed person. The people mm-hmm. who work for me, they know that I'm a detailed person. And, you know, there's this constant challenge, if you will, to understand what exactly will I be asking mm-hmm. the next time How around? How
0: many details? There's a lot of details.
1: <laughs> and so, you know, I have to know my boss well enough to understand, do they like details? Some bosses just don't like details. I've had bosses they like, who, that's too much. Yeah, it's like, oh gosh, I i don't want to see that. And others who enjoy it, they like it, they appreciate it, they know you've thought about all of those details. And so you got to know your boss and you really have to listen to what is your boss asking you for in those, you know, whatever ongoing weekly meetings that you have, if you have those, to the hallway conversations. When do they pull you to the side and say, hey, where are we at on X, Y, and Z? You have to pay attention to all of those pieces of information, because that really is how they are sending you messages around what is important. And they're not going to ask detailed questions about everything. At least that's been my experience, right? They're not going to ask you a very, very micro question about all of your business, but they are going to ask you micro questions about the things they really care about. Mm -hmm. And you've got to understand what do they really care about? And I better drill in and know the ins and outs of that. Now, I I do think there is a a little bit of a challenge. How do you... What if you don't know the details? Because it's hard to know the details of everything. Mm -hmm. It is very, very difficult. And I'm certain you've had your boss ask you a question that you didn't know the detail about. Mm -hmm. Once or twice. How do you... (laughs) How do you
0: how do, how have you handled that? What have you done? What do you say? I think you just got to say, "Look, I I got to go get the answer. I'm sorry I don't have it for you, and I, I've you've got to be okay with saying I don't know, because in that moment when you start to stutter and make something up, there's that look like, mm, girl, come on. <laughs> It's kind of like, are, stop right there. Yeah, you're digging yourself a deeper hole. Just go get the information and come back. Yeah. And so be okay with the fact that you don't know. The thing is that when they're asking questions, it's like, I don't know this, and I don't know that, and I don't know, and I don't, and you're just having, you're going back for a lot of information versus here and there information. I think that's another sign that that's a problem.
1: Yeah. Be ready with some information that's <laughs> important. <laughs> Be ready with some information. You know, one little tip that I would say is how you say you don't know. I don't think you need to apologize, honestly. I think it's it's around how do you professionally walk away from that conversation in a way that says, hey, you know what? I haven't had an, an opportunity to investigate that at a deeper level but I will get on that and I'll be back. Can I come back in, you know, whatever, two days, 48 hours, you know, a week. So one of the things I would add to this is I would not recommend an apology. I don't think you need to say, hey, I'm sorry, I haven't gotten to that just yet. I think it just, you know, look at your boss. Hey, that's a great idea. I probably should have some more time spent, a little bit of deeper dive in that area. And I'm on it. I will get to it. I'll be back I'll give you a wrap-up or some sort of update on this in the next week, in the next couple of days, whatever a timeline that you can agree upon. But I do think it is important. Yes, you've got to be able to acknowledge you don't know. Mm -hmm. You know, some of us don't like saying, I don't know. And, you know, find the words that make sense. Don't BS, because the BS meter goes off. And now all of a sudden, the next level supervisor is like, okay, I got to keep digging. I got to keep asking. And there is going to be a point at which you won't know because it's very apparent you're making it up as
0: you go. (laughs) That's what I'm I'm talking about, digging that deeper hole. Yeah. Yeah. And just, yeah, be okay with the, I don't know, go get the information and come back.
1: All right. It looks like it's that time. I think we're ready to transition into what question would you leave leaders thinking about? They've invested some time here. What should they reflect on as they leave this episode?
0: I think for me, that's real simple. In are you doing the work they have hired you to do? Are you working on your work or are you working on the team's work?
1: Okay, that's a great question. Are you doing the job that you were hired to do? All right, so what do you do the rest of the day?
0: Well, I've got some work to do here on the podcast. I've got some social media work to do. We have some business things that I have, some tasks, items that I need to go do. And then I'm going to do my least favorite thing of Amazon returns. Oh, fun. <laughs> what Good about times. you? What are you going to do?
1: You know, my brother is considering moving to town and he has asked for me to go check out a house. He's, there's a house that he has found. And so I get to do a little bit of house hunting for somebody else, which is kind of fun. I've never really done that before.
0: That is cool. So are you going to go and take the pictures? Are you going to FaceTime him? What are you going to do? I love it. I don't really even, I don't have that much
1: of a plan yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if there's a realtor meeting me, but I know he asked me for times for today. He was like, when are you available? I gave him those times. And I plan on showing up and yeah, maybe we will FaceTime. That's a good idea.
0: Oh, that's fun. I love looking at homes. I do. I just love, I love going in and seeing how great they are. And I love going in and picking them apart.
1: And going, <laughs> I don't like where that room is. Why or did they do I do that? Don't like why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's fun. I like house hunting too. Yeah. All right. Those of you who are listening, thank you so much for spending some time with Kim and I, as we talked a little bit about being in the weeds and really thinking about Are you leading from the weeds? Are you managing in the weeds? Is this your comfort zone?
0: Listen, people, the bottom line, just go share this. Share this with your leadership friends your leadership circle. Don't forget to subscribe. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. I think we're out there even on Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Sonos. Find us, Extra Shot of Leadership, and hit the subscribe button. That'll put us in your feed every week. Then come back again for an Extra Shot of Leadership.